0: This is v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shah on VSIN, the sports betting network.
3: We are off and running on a Monday. This is the Big Bets here at South Point Casino Hotel. Dave Ross and Amal Shah coming at you here for the next two hours. Ben Fox, our VP of digital content, is going to join us at the end of this first hour to talk about some of the big bets he saw over there in the landscape this weekend. Certainly in the NFL, Amal, we are down to two. Super Sunday is set. It will be Fly Eagles Fly against the Chiefs' kingdom. The Chiefs against the Eagles right now. That number sits at Philly. Two, we're seeing South Point, point and a half. Remember, this opened up right after the games. Chiefs were a small favorite. Quick flip in that marketplace. Total came out about 50. Let down a little bit, 49 and a half. Still seeing some 50s out there. Not a huge uh, ton of movement there. But we have seen a drastic move, kind of like we saw... With Philadelphia and San Francisco a week ago, and fly goes fly, went all the way to two and a half, and easily covered that number after the Niners were left without a quarterback for the majority of that game.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Tough uh, spot there for San Francisco. I thought some of the calls went against them. Mm-hmm. thought they were a bit undisciplined, something that you're not used to seeing out of the 49ers. But uh, we wind up with the two best teams with the rest, uh, best records during the regular season, both Kansas City and Philadelphia, 14-3. and three. Uh, Eagles really were tremendous throughout the majority of the regular season. Down the stretch, a little bit of an injury situation. They look like, at this point in time, they're going to be the team that's the betting favorite, which they've already flipped to, but more in the sense that I think when you look at Philadelphia, they look like they were in a better position to be successful. Mm -hmm. But, however, when you dissect the the game yesterday and then the Chiefs game, Kansas City was just absolutely crushed with injuries, particularly the wide receiver position. On the flip side, man, Philly got some calls that went in their favor. And, you you know, the one thing I think that needs to be done is when these teams are trying to hurry up and get a play, you just have, I, To me, if I'm the defense, I'm faking injury. Why are you Way not down. having a guy faking injury? Something has to be done because that Devontae Smith catch should not have been a catch. Might have changed the fortunes of how this game plays out a little bit. I'm not saying that Philadelphia would have lost the game or if, uh, San Francisco would have won the game, but I think it would have been a little bit more competitive. And um, it, it just seemed like I I was not overwhelmed with them uh, in terms of what Jalen Hurts did in the game.
3: Uh, like Denzel said, Ethan Hawk and uh, training Tr- day, speak on it. I mean that <laughs> that is a play that changed the whole yeah. direction of that game. Of course, we're talking about the Devonta Smith catch, no catch, and of course the Eagles run up to the line. The mush rush one in, kill a play, and up scoring a touchdown on the next play. And everybody, you know, is like, "Kyle Shanahan's got to, he's got to throw the flag." Well, not really. And this is the problem with what's going on in the NFL right now in a billion-dollar industry yeah. with billions of dollars and millions of dollars at least being being wagered, certainly on these games. You know this is supposed to be the get it right league and they're not getting it right. So clearly that was a turnover. And what I don't understand is, you know, they're talking about, did the Eagles jump off sides or false starts? And they're like, well, there are loopholes in the rules. Well, that would have been a loophole in the rule right there where you get, well, you can't challenge it unless the Niners do. Well, technically it was a turnover, a turnover on downs. That would have been First down, San Francisco scoreless game at about the 43-yard line. Is that fourth down? That was fourth down. Yeah.
4: Okay. So to that.
3: me, that should be looked at just because in the – if you really want to get a loophole in the rules, that would be a turnover and the Niners take possession. It, and the fact that they're putting that on Kyle Shanahan, and by the way, they have an in-game official that's doing the game. They didn't even figure out it wasn't a catch till after they came back from commercial break – After the touchdown was scored. So to put all all that on Kyle in a split second situation, the game's too fast. Nobody knew it wasn't a catch except for Devonta Smith. You need to have a way to make sure the officials have time to look at it to find out that that play should never have happened.
5: Yeah, It's real tough because they're doing these expedited uh, reviews now, too. But Dave doesn't do anybody any good. That doesn't do any good if you rush up to the line. You I mean? The they purpose. still don't have time to do it. It defeats the but, purpose. But if
4: you're an offense and you're rushing up to the guy, line, to me, I would spike the ball. You should. Sure sure to me play. too. Yeah, because sure. why even worry about that? I'd concede one down because, remember, the catch is automatically three points because I put them in field goal range. Yeah, so I'd get up great. the line, spike the ball like there's seven seconds left in the game. You're trying to get a field goal with one second remaining and just go from that very quickly. You know, the other thing is in that, in the second game, you talked about the officiating in the first game. Oh, I didn't realize David Stern had come back and was the commissioner of the NBA, of the NFL. <laughs> I'm
3: just glad I you could not it.
4: believe, thank God, that replay. By the way, have you ever seen, what were we playing, backyard football? Oh, my God. I was like, hey, Kelly, we're going to run this play again. We're going to do third down again. The car got in the way. We weren't sure, you know, was he going <laughs> to be able to make the catch or not. So he, he kind of changed his route because he didn't want to run to the, you know, the hood of the car. So we decided to replay.
3: Thank God the Bengals got a sack on that play. And then the sack was was not allowed because I thought the same thing you did because they called Eli Apple for holding. Yeah. So that sequence should never have happened. And people are like, oh, if you look. you know, I'm seeing, like, respected people in the industry going, oh, you know, just deal with it. That didn't cost them the game. I'm like, you realize they got a whole extra possession out of that. Time of possession. So when you do your final analysis of yards and the Chiefs still had more a lot of those things would not have happened if they don't do the do-over because the car uh, came down the driveway during our street football game. I mean, you, you, this is the NFL. And for, for games to be officiated like that, with everybody watching, the rating's going to be through the roof once they come back. With everybody watching... Look, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't think this stuff is rigged. It's not rigged. If you get beat by that, if you had the Bengals, it's a bad beat. If you want to look at it that way, that's fine. But it's not that the officials are trying to do it. They're just inept. They're just not very good. I, well, I think the other it, problem is some of the rules. I think the
5: rules are more the
3: problem. The officials. Convo- I, I agree yeah. with you. Like I, we
5: have such specifics with some of these rules that it makes it sometimes makes things worse and more confusing. I think another good example of that in that same game. What was the intentional grounding they called on oh, Burrow. The worst caller, that? Or, by the way, at, at the feet well, of well, by well, the to, way, To go. me, that's a good call, but they never call it during the regular season. Well, wait a minute. I, I have a question for you. How are you saying it's a good call? Because I don't I don't think that that is, a, there, that is a player with a reasonable opportunity to make a catch on that me. play. I would agree with you, but then Derek Carr would be facing third
4: and long every play of his career. <laughs>
5: that guy spikes the ball into the ground more than anybody but I've that's that's a, that's i That's
4: what I'm he's contractually
3: saying obligated to do but that. But gentlemen, the, the difference there is, that the league, the officials, took the time. They didn't call it in real time. Yeah, They took the time to go back, stop the game, and then throw the flag. If well, they just do that with the Devonta Smith play, if you just take the necessary time to quote, unquote, get it right, at seven points off the board and a turnover for San Francisco, Brock Purdy first down at the 43 to scoreless game. I mean, for the life of me, how they can do it for some and not for others is the part where I go, What are you doing as
4: officials? You know, Kelly, I'm glad you brought up the intentional grounding. That was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. Because it was either P right I think it was P Right. was right at the feet he, of P Ron. He, Yeah, I'm like, Dude, normally you don't call
5: intentional grounding when there's nobody in the area code. Let him know who's your next door neighbor. <laughs> I right. mean, this was unbelievable. So, like, Amal, that's a, that rule, right? The intentional grounding rule to me is very confusing because they do they officiate it differently in the regular season as they do the postseason, yes. and it, it's that is very much like the NBA. That is the end of a second quarter in the NBA where you see some guy try to jack up a shot before halftime and there's a foul on the plate. It never gets called during the regular season. No and doubt. It
3: happens every half of the during the postseason. The bottom line is this. Look, once the Brock Purdy injury happened, the Niners weren't winning that game. That is not the debate here that I think a lot of people are having across the country. I think people are looking at it and go, why are the home teams getting all these calls in the title games? And that they're, they're going against the Like, if you think home field advantage doesn't matter in, again, I don't think this is a conscious effort by the officials, but they are swayed by crowd noise. It's like judges in, in UFC that are in Brazil. You know, octagon side, and they're hearing the crowd of the Brazilians. It, it affects, it's human nature. I don't think this is something that the league is intentionally doing to screw the road teams, but it did come off that way yesterday when you watched the way the games were officiated. It was a seven hour ref show, and it was not a good show to watch.
4: No, it definitely wasn't, and some of the calls, I, I mean, listen, I'm not a conspiracy guy like you said, and It just seemed like a lot of the calls went favorable in in favor of Kansas City. Absolutely. By the way, though, I liked on social media people like, "Oh, you can't call that roughing the passer penalty. Why not? If that were the case, let me tell you something. I would be having guys suplex guys on the sideline. Don't worry about it. There's a minute left in the game. They're not going to call
3: it. Look, I looked at it a thousand times, and the more and more I looked at it, it didn't look as egregious. But the way the rules are, to Kelly's point, the rules dictate that once you've taken a step out of, bounds, you can't touch him. Well, Forget I, about like if you know he got one arm on him, but that's going to be called every time in today's. That, NFL. that has been consistent Absolutely. with every the, the blown call on that play is the hold. Yes, right. it's, right. The, it, it's hold the, the, hold the hold the on the screen. left tackle. I, I didn't see, be I see that. I didn't see that. Oh one. Well, yeah, egregious. But again, these are the things we're talking about. The one that's obvious cuz that's where everybody's eyes are. That's what they see. They don't see the, the, the one that's more innocuous that would have changed. And again, we're going to overtime if at least the offsetting is called. But this, this is the point. Look, you, you can do this on every play for the officials. Yeah. If there's just a measure of consistency, I think people could adjust to it. And your handicaps are affected by it. I mean, I, I know that people who had the Bengals yesterday are just, they're just, they can't believe that they lost that game, right? And I get that's your anger. But again, to me, it's not fixed. This is not a conspiracy. This is not the, the the NFL cannot have that, and it won't have that. But I understand fans feel like they got job today.
4: I wish LeBron James was on the Bengals. Oh, oh my I was goodness. looking for that the reaction <laughs> that he had against J.R. Smith, right? I was that's what I was looking for in that per, uh, personal power. Right? Yeah,
3: against the Celtics. You would have thought that it was. Uh, I thought he was uh, like a marriage proposal and he'd been denied he was so distraught. <laughs> I couldn't believe you know, it. I Over a regular right season He did a great
4: job of saving him. Because if he goes to the line, there's like a 90% probability he's bricking both. I mean, the guy's a mason from the foul line. <laughs> wow. So, that was the weekend that was. Was well, well, just... he ever been clutch?
3: <clears throat> it was very interesting the way uh, his reaction to, uh, yes, he got fouled. Of, of course, course he, he got fouled. But, my God, bad. you would have thought this was game seven Lebr- of the NBA LeBron, finals. LeBron,
5: LeBron, but. Patrick Beverly, you're you're a damn national treasure. Keep doing what you're doing. Bringing out a camera. The NBA is so entertaining with some of these guys' antics. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, he took the camera from the phone talk Dave to go show the ref. (laughs) I hated the
4: NBA for 30 years. And this is just another example of why I can't stand the association. <laughs> Absolutely
3: amazing weekend that was. But, again, right now as we get ready for Super Sunday, I've got two weeks to talk about it. Uh, it is the Eagles now favored by t- three, uh, two. I said yesterday, right when the line came out, I said this will get to three before we get to kick. Do you think it gets to three? Because I think this number is going to keep going up, up, and up.
4: I tend to agree with you. The one concern from a Kansas City perspective is health, right? Right. You got Nicole Hardman. I think his concussion protocol should be okay yes. with two weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you got Juju Smith-Schuster got banged up. Wow. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, how healthy is he going to be? Look, on that third down play after the interception, we haven't even gotten into it yet. I got to tell you, I would have fired Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid on the play calling after the interception. Criminal! Absolutely criminal stupidity. We got a
3: lot to unpack on a Monday. Holder fire is next for Super Sunday. Come on back. It's Big Bets here on VC. We are down to one game. If you're looking for a betting edge on the Super Bowl, the VEASAN experts have got you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99. That's V-S-I-N. Slash subscribe. Moshaw, I said that we're down to one game, the Super Bowl. Technically, we could also handicap the Pro Bowl. We're <laughs> going to have the Mannings out there doing whatever they're going to do for the Pro Bowl. And I I don't, last year you could wager on it. And I remember taking the over and mm-hmm. I won and I almost felt guilty cashing those tickets. But it was just such a joke because nobody wants to. I have no idea what that game's going to look like if there's actually going to be numbers on it. I hope not. I, I don't know when they're going to just disavow and get rid of the game. But as we sit here on a Monday, I would assume we're not going to see a line on that game. I, I don't. I don't I guess I, I haven't they, asked that of anybody. They've had them. We're playing
5: flag football now, right? So it's a different
3: game. So we we I, can't put numbers on that game. I wouldn't post anything, but I mean,
5: uh, people, I mean, let me know when the dodgeball lines come out because I will definitely you know my money's My money's on Vince, the, money's uh, on Vince Vaughn. Yeah.
3: I'm putting it on Vince Vaughn. <laughs> uh, so again, obviously the numbers right now for the Super Bowl, Eagles one and a half. Chiefs, right now, if you like them on the money line, get a little plus money there, plus a dollar five. I do want to hear some sound uh, that Kelly's picked that I think is very interesting. One of them is is from Patrick Mahomes himself. Now, again, I don't know if this affected handicaps. Remember, the mayor of Cincinnati came out with his with his post and it's officially, you know, Burrowhead Stadium. And you know, a lot of times you hear people go, oh man, these guys, they don't. They don't let that stuff affect them. Do they? Here's Patrick Mahomes after the Chiefs win yesterday.
5: I mean, you got Burrowhead. You say, I mean, they beat us last time. They were talking about we, we got to play them. There was a lot of stuff. I mean, the mayor came at me, man. I mean, <laughs> I, mean I understand he's the mayor of Cincinnati, so he has to think about something. But, uh, I mean, it's, it, it's something that you just got to play the football game and then let your play do the talking.
1: I just want to thank God, man. <laughs>
3: So they're getting at the um, you know Burhead. A lot of a lot of the Bengals players were saying after their win over the Bills, you know, we're going to Burhead next week, and that wouldn't bother Patrick Mahomes. Apparently, they bothered Patrick Mahomes a little bit, it maybe bothered the Chiefs a little bit and their players and the mayor of Cincinnati, who then the mayor then tweeted, "I, I deserve that. Congratulations to to the Chiefs." And I'm like, mayor smart. I, right. was, I, was exactly. gonna, I said that last night. The mayor has won this whole thing. Yeah, in my
4: he's opinion. won this whole thing. Won the no, whole thing. I, I'm going to tell you right now. Nobody I even knew who the mayor exactly. of Cincinnati was, except
5: people that live in Hamilton County. <laughs> nobody had a clue who this
4: guy oh, was. He's gonna we win real we easily. Talk,
3: when we were talking about this last week, I didn't know it was the mayor who first brought this up. Like, like this is what's bothering you guys. You guys got the mayor of Cincinnati in your head. Like people think that that affected the game. This is absolutely hysterical to me. But this is what. Adults, these are adults to play in the NFL. This is what bothers adults. Like, you know, I remember we talked about Michael Jordan, how Jordan never let this stuff bother him. There's a player named LeBradford Smith, for those of you that might recall. And back then, when I was in Washington, D.C., he played for the then Washington Bullets. And LeBradford had, I think, 43 against Jordan. Now, this happened to come in a home and home game with the Bulls. And then LeBradford, you know, said, Yeah, you know, I, you know basically, I, I guess I can you know, just do whatever I want against Mike. And then Mike, the next day, you don't think he heard those comments? He shut down. I think LeBradford had about four points well, the next day. That was a classic part of The Last Dance. Right? I had a great documentary series, but that was a classic part of it. And yeah. I, mean, I lived that in D.C. when that happened in real time. And you think, LeBradford Smith is getting in Michael Jordan's head? Oh, it it whatever it takes for these guys to get motivated, They whether it's fake or real or not, they hear all this stuff. So whenever you think, ah, I don't know this stuff. They don't Mayor Cincinnati. Yep. It sticks right in the back of their craw, and then they bring it out and throw it in your face when they win. Yeah, but MJ just did that right on the court. That was I,
5: I'm a little disappointed in Pat. You know, all you do all you do Patrick is you tell that's Kelsey's job. Right? That is yes. that's been Kelsey his huh? entire career. Great point. He's awesome. You way, tell Kelsey when we win this game, go off on these guys. But I'm going to sit there and thank God and thank my teammates and my offensive line cuz I mean what, what I just say during the break? I'm all right. If you're a wolf, wolves don't concern themselves with the opinions of sheep. Mahomes Mahomes. If you're in that goat status, who cares, man? Move on. You uh, won the game. Move on. I would agree
4: with everything you said there. To me, I would is first of all, my all-time favorite. Probably, I don't know for sure, but probably one of my all-time favorite athletes is the Joker, Nikolai Jokic just simply for the shove against Morris. That was an all-timer. (laughs) Well-deserved. I I wish it was actually more severe of an injury, but the reality of it is he's still up there. But now Kelsey's emerged into the top 10 for the use of the term jabroni. That was unbelievable. However... To your point, if you're Patrick Mahomes, you don't even have to recognize it. I, listen, give the mayor credit, right? Oh, He mayor, said it. Mayor he wins. owned it. And he's like, that was great. We're talking way, about him today. I'm not, mayor, not, I'm supr- I'm not surprised he's a smart guy. Went to Ohio State, of course. i um, will <laughs> so, so,
5: totally just look that up. <laughs> by,
4: by the way, back then, all you needed – by the way, back then, it's not even sure – I'm not even sure if you needed a pulse to get into Ohio State. Dead corpses <laughs> were accepted, including myself. So. Who knows? But but the point is, if you're Mahomes, you don't need to respond to that. Listen, it's the mayor. What are you worried
3: about? Yeah. You, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I'm with you guys on that. And, again, I just thought, wow, I, I really was surprised by that takeaway by some of the, the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes on the podium. But, like, teach your own. That's what's going to motivate you. We know what the talk's going to be for the next two weeks with the Kelsey brothers. Uh, you know, mom's going to have to pick a side, all that's Like, it's going to be interesting two weeks because now they're going to have to put that stuff behind them. Like, like. I almost felt like the, the Bengals to a degree and the Niners to agree when they beat the Cowboys and when the Bengals beat the Bills, they thought they'd kind of already won and they still yeah. had another game to play. Like It felt like now look, the Niners is a different circumstance altogether. When they lost Brock Purdy yesterday, the game was over theoretically. They got no help from the officials before that, but certainly afterward and they lost their composure and Trent Williams does what Trent Williams does. I get that, but I'd be frustrated too because Kyle was, was frustrated with the play call. <laughs> it felt like they were going up against the stack deck and they had a quarterback at one point, CMC I think was throwing more passes than Brock Purdy just couldn't use his arm. I, I,
4: that's why you were better off going with Debo Samuel on a direct yeah. snap. I didn't even I didn't even understand that, but. You know, to me, the one a couple things. One, first of all, Kelsey being from Cleveland, yeah. should have said the old uh, Sam White line. He should have said, "You're not from, <laughs> you're not from, you don't act like that." You're, you obviously you act like this because you're from Cincinnati. We don't do that in Cleveland, kind of thing. But more importantly <laughs> what a great to line me, by Sam it really was. Uh, more importantly to me, though, I thought Kansas City celebrated like they won the Super yes, Bowl. Yes. I was a little bit surprised for a team that had won and has been there before third Super Bowl. What in five or six years? It, it was like. It was
5: all about beating Cincinnati. Yeah, that, I, mean, I, mean, I think this team's been living in their heads. Like yes. they're happy to get on the scoreboard against the Bengals. I think there's a lot of it's a lot of the talk, Dave. And I mean, I'm I'm obviously reading into this, but I think it's one of those. I would have loved to see what that film room looked like for the past week, because it sounds like it's a lot of guys watching Bengals tape and thinking. Man, this guy is good. He's real good. I don't even—I don't even want to say out loud around Patrick Mahomes how good I think Joe Burrow is. Well, it, yeah, it,
3: it was. What was amazing too to me was like seeing the takeaways, certainly from some former athletes on Twitter about these games that that we're talking about, and some of the reactions too. I saw, Kayvon Thibodeau was very active on Twitter. Talking about the Niners. That's good because he wasn't active all year. But exactly, go ahead. and like <laughs> Joe Thomas, the Hall of—I don't—is know, is Joe in the Hall of Fame yet for the? I, for the I don't
4: know. He's a first ballot. Should he? He's yeah, he should be. Yeah, just put him in now.
3: So like, Kayvon was like, you know, we should have been playing. We would have done better against the 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 Niners. We should have. And then Joe Thomas was like, dude, you're a flash player who gets manhandled. I've watched the tape. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, dead body. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Eric Armstead of the Niners was like, yeah, I've watched your film, bro. You don't want to go there. Like, these guys are clapping back. These are current athletes, Hall of Famers to be. And I'm like, what is going on in the world of sports? It's insanity. What, but you know, look, if, you, if you're going to talk it, like, get ready for the clap back because it's coming. And I guess that the, what the Chiefs are doing, the Bengals, and I guess this is what, uh, what some of the people that are out of the arena right now want to do to get back into the arena.
4: Yeah, real quick, I know people out there listening are going to be mad that I'm going to bring this up, but we got to talk Cowboys real quick. A friend of mine and I were talking about this, and I really respect his opinion in the NFL. And him and I were both talking about this because of Micah Parsons. Mm.
3: Dallas has to get rid of Dak. They can't win with this guy. Odds oh, 2 8. They got rid of Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore, by the way, is the new offensive coordinator for the L.A. Chargers. Yeah, that that was quick. done this morning. So, Kellen. What are we trying to make Justin Herbert worse?
4: Yeah, I, look, just I, just,
3: a... I just tweeted out, good luck. Hey, look, look, and maybe it works with Kellen and, and Justin Herbert. Look at your futures market. See what you think there. If he's going to help the offense. They had to make a decision, and Mike McCarthy said, Kellen, your services are no longer required here. You're gone. I'm calling plays next year. I'm the captain now. So Mike McCarthy will be there. We'll find out what, if that works or not. And Dan Quinn's coming back. Which so is huge. If you just look at it this way, for the Cowboy backers out there in the futures market next year, if it doesn't work with Mike McCarthy, he gone, and then Dan Quinn takes over the ship.
4: This That's, is what this is. That may be true, but I'll tell you one thing. Dak Prescott's on that Zach Wilson thing. He doesn't realize he is the problem. Dallas is a great team, minus the quarterback. It's the same thing with San Francisco. Now, Purdy got hurt in this game. Yeah. I don't know if they win the game if he doesn't get hurt or not. I'm not still convinced that they win the football game, even if he's healthy. I still want to see a rookie prove it on the road. You know, everybody says he's yeah. done Well, you know what? I haven't seen rookies haven't win seen Super Bowls. It, yeah. it has so, never happened. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm not ready
5: to go there yet, but... To me, Dakota Prescott is the problem in Dallas. Luckily, both those teams are in the NFC, though. right, them all. Because that, that game we watched last night, Cincinnati or Kansas
3: City for the next, like, 10 years. Get used to it. Yeah, or Buffalo. They're going to throw their hat in the mix, too. But uh, yes, I- I'm with you guys. again, the Brock Purdy thing, we sadly don't know. I- I'm with you, but we really don't know. They have, what, one possession? You got hurt in the first possession. Uh, much more to get to. But when we come back, let's dip our toe in a little bit with college basketball next here on Big Bets
0: v Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting
3: network. Welcome back. This segment of v Big Bets is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the simpler way to experience nicotine satisfaction and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine that have helped millions of people achieve lasting change by offering smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. I don't know about you, but there have been times in life where I needed to make a change. I knew I needed to make that change, but I wasn't ready at the time. I'm sure a lot of smokers and dippers out there can relate. Zinn understands there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's timeline is a little bit different. Everyone is on their own journey. So whenever you feel like you're ready to take that first step towards change, Zinn will be there for you with the right strength, the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn more today, check out Zinn Nicotine Pouches at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. This product does contain nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive Chemical rolling on this Monday edition of Big Bets Dave Ross and Malshaw here. You know, again, we're getting back to the officiating uh, in the championship games yesterday. It was not a good look for the league. I saw guys like T.J. Hushmanzada, former Bengals. Ah, I'm tired of this. The officials jobbing us and stole the game from us. There was a lot of takes like that out there. Again, I don't think that this is what the officials are trying to do, but we were talking about during the break, the simplest thing is certainly getting back to the Niners and Eagles game. If college, the college system, technically, every play is reviewable in college football. All you got to do is buzz down. We got somebody up there upstairs. We buzzed out. I got buzzed. I just got to slow it down, take a look at it. They did it in the Chiefs game for the intentional grounding, which was not called initially. They took more time, looked at it, then called grounding. If you do that in the Devonta Smith, catch no catch. It's a turnover and the Niners rightfully get the ball, and the Eagles don't go on to score the seven points. Look, I'm not saying that I could fix all the problems on the comp- competition committee, but how this has not been corrected, at all in a billion-dollar industry where gambling is now at the forefront of it, the forefront how in the world is this not adjusted?
4: Now? What, are you kidding me? It's been every day. I already, Listen, so how simple. many NFL games outside of the conference championship and the playoffs would you watch? If you didn't bet on games during the course of a season, forget that on the Sundays, the 18 Sundays that you watch games, what percentage of weekends would you watch games without gambling? I said, you always want to see the benchmark. Ask every one of these people in town one weekend, the first weekend of the season, don't put up a line on the game. Yeah. See what the ratings are. Mm -hmm. You're right. Mm -hmm. Gambling moves everything, right? So who cares?
3: Who cares if green Bay beats Minnesota? If you're not a fan of those particular teams, if you haven't bet on the game, there you go. So when you're in bed with gambling, we're glad you are NFL, like out of the dark ages, let's go. This isn't wink, wink, jimmy the greek stuff anymore with intangibles we're putting numbers up there every day across every spectrum and every part of media that there is if you're going to do that you have to you have to fix your fix your officiating problem you have a real problem and that is a bad look it is a bad look i'm not this is not conspiracy theory but when the officials can't do their job adequately and it's apparent that they can't you got to help them out
4: Well, I think the job is very tough. I think that's the one thing that people don't realize how difficult the job is. I remember I did a news story one time on officiating. And, dude, I'm telling you, I sat there with the umpire on a play. I'm watching the play instead of watching what's going on at the line of scrimmage. He's like, hey, you got to pay attention over here. It's very tough. But, you know, we're going to talk about college basketball. You know what drives me nuts in college basketball? Bring it. They go to a timeout. And then the refs wait till they come back from the timeout to do the review. Can you not do the review during the commercial break? Why do you have to wait? And by the way, can we stop with taking nineteen minutes for to go from nineteen point oh eight God. on the clock to nineteen point six? Just make a decision and get on
3: with our but, with think, it. but think about that a moment. When you're talking about college basketball, yeah. which takes an hour to play the final two minutes in a close yes. in a close yeah. game. And the NFL can't take the extra 30 seconds to make sure Devonta Smith caught it or didn't catch it. I mean that that's astounding to me. And, and again, a billion dollar industry here we're talking about with the NFL. That in college they will go to the, the the most minute details, fractions of seconds, and take forever to adjudicate it, and the NFL won't even take the extra time to make sure that a potential turnover on downs is not properly called. Like, what are we doing? If we're, We got millions of eyeballs on this sport each and every week, and, and that's the result? I understand the frustration of the gambler out there that goes, that was not correct. First touchdown bets. None, none of those should have gone to the Eagles. Seven, none of that should have happened. It should not have happened. But yet it did. And I get it. If you felt like you got screwed, you're on the wrong end. It's not fixed, people, but it also is not a good look by the NFL.
4: No, it's not. But, you know, I mean, at this point in time, we'll see. And, by the way, it, I think it's easier to get something approved in Congress than ask the oh competition
3: committee to approve something. I don't know what in the world they do in those competition committees each and every offseason. They we'll enjoy the vacation. It, we'll where, where are they at, the breakers, or they're at the Biltmore? Oh, all, yeah, they're always at the breakers. Are you the kidding breakers. me? Yeah. But you know what they do? They come back. Remember what they do every offseason? You know what they am going to do? We're going to do the five-yard pedal uh, that we're going to really – No, no, no. We're going to get down that way
4: to extend drives. That's put in place so that way we can make sure Kansas City's drive is extended. And, by the way, the other thing, speaking of (laughs) comments and, you know, kind of indicating certain things – Somebody needs to tell all play-by-play guys just because the one line that comes down to the game, there's a million different numbers on the in-play, okay? You could have gotten the Bengals plus 11 and a half after the interception from the Chiefs yesterday. Yep. So, stop worrying about whether it was two and a half or three when you go, well, this might matter to some people. Every damn score matters to everybody throughout the course of the game if you're betting the in-play. I mean, give me a break. By the way, did you like the uh, – it's like early
3: fourth quarter. If the Eagles hold on to this lead line, I, what did I tell you?
4: I Come on.
3: What do they got, the D team there, Burkhardt and uh, Greg Olson? If the Eagles can hold on to this lead with the Niners not having a quarterback, they will advance to the Super Bowl. I was like, wow, really? We're going on in that factual one? Factual statements, Dave. Is, was, <laughs> are, was, factual. are these, are these the guys
5: that when
4: traffic is flowing and they see a green light, they pause? They want to make sure it's, it's, it's green. Should I go?
3: My goodness. Give me a break. Not a great look yesterday for the NFL. All right, hopefully a better looking college basketball tonight. I'm a little nervy on this one. Uh, Cuse went to uh, John Paul Jones Arena not that long ago. Did not work out well for the Cuse. Now they're going to host Virginia, number seven in the country, flat number five with Virginia on the road. Jim Beheim does not want to hear your your bad questions at the end or else he will end those press conferences them all. What do you make of Cuse getting five at home? It's the problem in Tuscaloosa. Everybody's afraid to ask Nick a question, and everybody in Western
4: New York is afraid to ask Jim Beheim a question. The question that should be asking is Daryl Goss: Is when are you going to fire Jim Beheim?
3: Well, Well, Daryl's been there for a minute now, too. Yeah, take him with you, by the way, Jimmy. He's he's not. Jimmy is. As long as Jimmy is upright and standing, he's gonna be that coach at Syracuse as long yeah, as he wants yeah, to. Yeah,
4: but the problem is this you're gonna drive the program into the ground. And they've already started to, I mean, it's already it's about three and a half feet lowered. A little bit more digging, and this thing's gonna be dead and buried in a couple more feet. I mean, this team tonight's five-point home dog. When was the Cuse This type of home dog against a team like Virginia. Granted, since Tony Bennett's been there, the program has completely changed. They've won a national championship. Mm-hmm. This is an elite level program. Syracuse has been competitive, they got good shooters. Edwards um, Gerard, G- Joe Gerard, tremendous, by the way, Joe Gerard, never met a pass. He liked in oh, his he's,
3: life. He's got the green light go but, half court, just fired up.
4: But you know, it's funny. I looked at this game. I thought the number was a little bit high, came down from five and a half to five, but I'll wait for an in play opportunity. The majority of games, yep. if you sit there, you're going to have an opportunity. Now, Kansas city yesterday, didn't give you an opportunity to take them until the uh, Bengals had the ball at a plus money price. But usually if you just are patient in college basketball, you're going to have so many opportunities to get so many better numbers. Uh, I think this is a perfect example of it. Syracuse jumps out early. You know, it was a great one. Uh, yesterday was Sienna was taking on Maris. Sienna was a road favorite. They were down 11 to one to start the game. You could have gotten Sienna at a plus money price and they end up winning comfortably against Maris. So, I mean, how, I, how I,
3: many did uh, Rick Smith's put up? <laughs> hey, yeah, Come on, Dave, Duncan. You doing doing on a
5: Sunday? You didn't catch that, jeez. What's that? So what is Dave, Dave what are you I, doing, man? Did clearly. you catch that Sienna game? No, it's funny. People are calling me
4: like during the during the NFC Championship. I'm like, dude, I am watching college hoops, man. What is there to
5: watch? Unlike Burkhardt, I knew the game was over as soon as Josh Johnson tried to run a two-minute offense. Forget the drop. I will admit second half it was on mute on the second TV while I was watching
4: it. Kudos to you for having it
3: on into the fourth quarter. The first game I ever saw in person is a seven-year-old. Siena against Syracuse. Really? Oh, yeah. Saints. Uh, oh, at, <laughs> at old Manly Fieldhouse up there in
4: Syracuse. <laughs> but By the way, if yesterday's game to me, if, uh, a friend of mine talked about potentially going to the NFC championship game, and I go, why would you do that? Like, I don't understand why people travel the games. Imagine you go to see that game. You paid probably $500 a ticket. You paid airfare, whether you're in the Bay Area, wherever else you live. You travel out, and the game's over in the second quarter.
3: I saw saw there was some videos of Niner fans trying to leave. uh, Is it the link now? Whatever the hell it's called. And uh, it was just classic. It was... At least they – no altercations. I didn't see any of that. But they were getting right. Bye! Bye! I mean, just harassing those Niner fans as they left the parking lot of think, But that's what – if you've never been to an Eagles game in Philadelphia, you really haven't lived, especially if you're wearing a road jersey. Well, the problem with goings, you may not live. Now, that is part of the problem. Uh, very quickly, Baylor against Texas tonight. This should be a good one here. Baylor's getting four on the road. Boy, you know, it's been a bizarre season for Texas. Uh, Chris Beard, he gone <laughs> – what do you make of the Longhorns now laying for? First of all, can we take a
4: second to acknowledge the best conference in college basketball? Seven ah! and three. Absolute domination of the SEC. They they go into RUP. Kansas beats them. Woo. Oh, by the way, the number two team in the country, number one team in the SEC? Porter, Porter Moser. I don't even know if there's teams Porter top Moser's six. Porter Moser is a beat Top in the Big 12. Beatdown. That wasn't a beatdown. That, that was absolutely World War II <laughs> dropping atom bombs on Tuscaloosa, Oklahoma it was. style. Wow, Are you was, kidding me? Oh, well, they put oh, a 90-plus on, on Bama.
3: Yeah, it's
4: unbelievable performance. This game, typical Big 12 game. This is going to be an absolute war. Waco going down to Texas. This is going to be a tough game. Numbers come up here a little bit. This is another one I would wait on an in play. Texas got to play a little bit better in terms of the starts of the games. We saw them struggle against K-State at home, yep. against Texas Tech. They've got to play better. Keontae George got to play well tonight for the Bears in this one. I think this is going to be a terrific game. Just another typical Big Monday game in the Big 12, this
3: is going to be another war. It's officially college basketball season for those of us turning the page here from the NFL. Uh, More on that. Ben Fox in next to talk about the big bets he saw over the weekend. Come on back. It's Visa.
1: but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one yeah, contest. Yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going exactly. guard, like, you see him in the exactly. Olympics, he's going to guard, and then on I'm top not of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember mean, you came to my room crying tears, <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. Then that he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember you
2: what know what I told you? I said, I said OG, oh, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? You didn't it? Ain't
1: <laughs> Check
5: out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever
1: you get your podcasts.
3: v Big
0: Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on v the sports betting network.
3: Pour a little out because next weekend will be the last weekend of football and BetRivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive BetRivers Squares. This football season, place $10 or more in qualifying bets and you get a square on the house. If your numbers on the square match the final score of the game, you win restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonuses, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Continuing this Monday edition of Big Bets here on and Dave Ross and Mall Shaw. It is a pleasure each and every Monday to be joined by our VP of Digital Content. He is Ben Fox. You can follow him as I do at fox 22 Ben, I said that you haven't truly lived until you've been to an Eagles game and you've worn enemy gear to said Eagles game. You, sir, have you done that very thing?
6: Look, you got to live a little, right? <laughs> All right, you got to say you've done everything once. You know, we, uh, my brother and I went... And it was one of the years the Vikings got off to a hot— I think they were 5-0. and oh, They just came off a bye. Okay. And then they were going to Philly. Of course, they had, like, five turnovers, end up losing, losing the game. I would say we got uh, some words I can't use on air— uh, a little bit of that, but it it wasn't bad. But People you were wearing were, Vikings garb. We were ve- wearing Vikings uniforms. Yeah, going in and and wow. look, you it's it is what you'd expect. We took the subway into uh, into the, the stadium. Vikings
3: Gear, you took the subway.
6: In the, I would say on the way back that was the tougher with the Vikings, <laughs> yeah. but it, it was such kind of a blowout. It was like really going to rub it in that much It's week six, week seven. So they they went easy. It's on not you. a playoff game. A little different two,
4: two of my friends who are from Minnesota that live here, went to the NFC championship game a few years ago oh, man. Two of the nicest guys you ever want to meet in your life. They said midway through the first quarter, they took off all their gear. And now they're, they're both pretty decent sized guys. One played college football, in Minnesota. They can, kind, they can handle themselves, but it's like, he goes, dude, you we, don't were, we to- weren't looking to fight 40 people.
6: You don't I, want I, I did smoke. not play college football in Minnesota. So.
3: <laughs> just remember, people, the Philadelphia Eagles fans once threw batteries and snowballs at Santa Claus. That all happened. Yeah, listen, ben, I'm you don't glad get, you survived. If you
4: don't get what you want, I mean, <laughs> is that really a question? I just feel bad for that store-bought Santa. Ah! <laughs>
3: getting pegged with batteries. He didn't know so what he on. was signing up for. It. I, I yeah. thought I was saying. They don't well, like should have saved the rest of the batteries for J.D. Drew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, ben, I know there's been a lot of consternation out there, and I'm sure if you had the Bengals side yesterday and you have a lot of big tickets that said they did, they feel like, man, this thing wasn't fair. And so you're going to hear a lot of that, certainly in the coming days. To me, Amal and I talked about it. The line kept flipping back and forth. It really didn't matter. You had to pick the winner because it fell Chiefs three, right? So, it depending whatever chiefs ticket you had, it didn't really matter. Even the two and a half at the beginning, or, you know, flipped all the way to them getting two and a half chiefs cover that number win the game outright, what, what were some of the bigger bets you saw on this game? They either cashed or did not.
6: Yeah. I mean, I think first this is, if there was a big, wasn't a bigger PSA for in-game betting than wow. these two games, I'm not sure you have it right. It's like one game. Clearly you have a pregame opinion that is completely canceled Once Brock Purdy goes out, you have Josh Johnson, and then Josh Johnson gets hurt, and they really don't have a functional offense. And the second game, the number one question we don't know, right, is the health of Patrick Mahomes' ankle. So why not wait a little bit and see what that looks like? That being said, some bettors didn't do that (laughs) instead. (laughs) Uh, The biggest bet at BetMGM was on a Bengals team total, and this was over 23-and-a-half, $300,000 Certainly could have gotten there. I think the end of the first half there, they don't run out of timeouts. They're yep. maybe getting a touchdown. Uh, that was definitely the biggest one. On the 49ers, $290,000. 49ers plus three and a half. They bought that point, uh, I guess, point, point and a half. So that was minus 145. So two, two big ones there. Basically, the public was lined up pregame on the Eagles and on the Bengals. There was a lot of Bengals support. Even as we saw that line fluctuate from the Bengals' being favored not favored bouncing back and forth but a lot of faith in the Bengals certainly i think hinging all on kind of Patrick Mahomes' ankle but two really good games obviously really big betting handles i should say the biggest uh, liability of futures bet that was out there was on the 49ers oh that was that 12,000 excuse me $75,000 bet at 12 to 1 it would have been $900,000 that's it. That was, as I tweeted out, that was probably a tough three hours uh, of a watch. Hopefully there was some hedging before the game as yeah. well to get off some of that. But, you know, at any time you're really discussing, should Christian McCaffrey or Kyle Juszczyk be our primary quarterback? It's you're, over. You're in trouble. Yep. Big trouble. And, again, we saw that. Talking about the
3: live number. When the Eagles scored 7-0, and then Brock Purdy, that was the first drive of the game, by the way, for the Eagles. Then Brock Purdy comes out. He gets hurt. In that first drive of the game, that live number went up to 11 and a half for the Eagles when they were up 7 nothing. Now, ironically, in the second quarter, the Niners somehow squared this thing up at 7 with Josh Johnson in the game. You know, like, there were opportunities, to Ben's point here, and Amal, you talk about it all the time in the network, Man, if you just wait, you're going to get some of those big juicy numbers, whether you flipped it back to the Niners getting 11 and a half, Obviously, that doesn't end up cashing, but they did tie it up at seven. You could have manipulated that market as the game went on.
4: No, Great point. Now, in this game, it wouldn't have worked out well for you uh, with that number. You know, I took Niners, I think, it's 17-and-a-half, and, a half, and mm-hmm. they end up obviously giving up. They get the roughing the kicker call, yeah. and then yeah. they go down and score. But then you look at the other way, you could have taken the Bengals on 11-and-a-half, could have gotten eight and a half. 11 and 11-and-a-half was right after the interception that Burrow threw in the second quarter. By the way, great, great play calling by Andy Reid. Three plays, three incompletions, 12 seconds. Why not run the ball, dummy? Just at least run the ball one time, take the ball down to the two-minute warning, the clock down to two minutes. And, you know, the other thing is with Butker – you needed eight yards to get in about field goal range. They didn't even give themselves a shot. If Mahomes doesn't have the ankle issue on that third down play, I think he completes the pass fairly comfortably. But he was errant on the throw. It just amazes me week after week they give these guys like Andy Reid and uh, Eric Bieniemy
3: so much credit, mm. but it, nobody wants to call them out for how dumb they are. Yeah, there's some definitely some questionable play calling there to a Mall's point, Ben. But again, Bur-
4: he- I didn't know I was working with Burkhardt over here. He might
6: win <laughs> the game here.
3: I mean, He's always struggled with the clock,
5: though, right? Like, that's been an Andy Reid
6: thing. It has. We kind of have to he, bake that, that into the handicapping of. That yeah, no, it no, 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 you in. can't,
5: though. How do you?
4: It's not like Doc Rivers where you know he's just going to be something dumb. Every <laughs> once in a while, he might get <laughs> something right. Like, <laughs> oh, you know, him geez. going for it. Uh, Doc Rivers getting some collateral damage. <laughs> Catching strays. <laughs> Horalibus <laughs> Heral, made a ton of money betting against Doc Rivers. Yeah. I mean, that's just a fact. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, this is not anything that's unknown. I'm just telling you the reality. Because every once in a while, they might get something right. You can't take a chance when they're going to get it right or when they're not going to get it right. I mean, correct. My point being, with 2 18, 222 left, you get the pick. The first play has to be a run. Yeah. You have to take the it down two to the two-minute minute warning. warning. Yeah. And then you would have forced Cincinnati into a situation where they might have been a little bit more aggressive, either utilizing their timeouts on defense or maybe going a little bit quicker, because I thought the KC defense played extremely well throughout that game. They did. But to me, the clock management by Kansas City,
3: once again, very poor. Ben, are, did you see a lot of in-game come in, big plays, or are we just seeing most of these, uh, again, these tickets coming in before the game start?
6: Mo- mostly pregame. Yep. Um, now I should also, the other... Big one was on the under in Chiefs Bengals. That oh. was two separate $600,000 bets. So $1.2 And they, I believe, had bought that up under 49, minus 120. So, again, safe. In the way that it played out, but certainly if that went to overtime, maybe overtime tied at 23. With the new rules. With the new rules, would have gotten very dicey very quickly. Wow. Yeah, that would have gotten, if you had, what,
3: 48 is what the number closed at there? Yeah, they it, got
6: 49. They got 49. Because, so,
3: again, close. it, closed, it opened 47. And it did go yep. up as the week went up, so closed 49. You get to 23 all, do the math, you can't win. Yep. Because we're going to get a winner. There's not going to be a tie. Uh, Anything coming in yet for the Super Bowl? Because, again, we're seeing that now the line has already flipped. It opened up as the Chiefs is a favorite. Now that's flipped, again, uh, through zero here, one and a half. We're seeing some twos out there for the Eagles. What are you seeing early on here in 24 hours?
6: Yeah, so the the first of what I uh, tweet out will be many, Uh six-figure and probably seven-figure wagers, $100,000 on the Chiefs' money line here at Rampart Casino in Las Vegas. That was at plus 115. The Super Bowl line, the opening really was fascinating because Circa opened at uh, Chiefs minus 2.5. They were the highest on that side. Superbook opened a couple minutes earlier at Pick'Em, and you just saw those lines. I think it was 14 minutes that it took Circa to go from Chiefs minus two and a half all the way to Eagles minus two and a half, right? Open Chiefs minus two and a half. They took a bet, boom, down to minus one and a half, down to minus one, and it just kept going like that. Certain books opened Chiefs minus one. Certain books opened Eagles minus one. You saw it just kind of coalesce over really probably 20 minutes, half an hour over the course of that hour, and really it was kind of a consensus of Eagles minus two, Eagles minus two and a half, which is kind of where we are now. Again, I think it will continue to – I think it will be a little bit like we saw the AFC Championship game. because We still don't know Mahomes' ankle, right? He clearly re-injured it. Yes. He clearly was running. You don't know about Travis Kelsey necessarily. There's some Eagles injuries. You have Katerius Tony. Half of their wide receiver core seemed oh like they were hurt. Uh, so, again, Mahomes is really the big one. But really fascinating just kind of how how it opened – and then in you know fourteen minutes, completely flipped from one favorite to the other favorite, two and a half to two and a half. We're on a heck of an under run, by yep. the way. All of a sudden, too, with, with all the games last weekend going under, both
3: title games going under, and this is what forty nine fifty we're seeing out there. I Think seven straight playoff unders now from that Bucks uh, Cowboys. How game. about that? So we're it's definitely trending under again. I'll be, I'll be you're right, Ben, and maybe. It hits three eventually, but I think that that is something to keep an eye on too. Because again, right now everything has been trending towards that under. Uh, ben, appreciate it as always, my friend. Good follow on Twitter at vfox22, our VP of digital content. Two weeks, Ben, we'll be watching all these big bets come in. It's gonna be exciting, on Super Sunday. Don't go anywhere. Come on back in hour number two. Let's take a look at maybe some MVP talk in the marketplace here for the Super Bowl. It is big bets here on these.
1: Zumo Play.